I got uh, Wean Dog next to me under the blanket. Sadie Dog jumped on the couch and is right next to her at the end of it. And uh, looking over at the cat tree, I do not see either of the cats. I don't see them. So that means they are upstairs shitting on my bed. They are upstairs shitting on my bed, everybody. That's what they're doing. <laughs> I know it. I know cows upstairs because I saw them. I just was upstairs. I had to put a new battery in the bathroom clock. How about that for a chore, everybody? <laughs> I had to put a new battery in the clock. So I put it up there in the bathroom, looked in the spare room, saw a cow. He's probably, he's probably left it, and he's now shitting on my bed. <laughs> but uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good one? God damn, I hope it was a good one. Why? Because today is Monday, March 27th, 2020. Trace, last Monday of the month. Woo! Hopefully you had a good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a Monday. If it wasn't, have a beer, go to bed, wake up tomorrow's Tuesday. And God damn, if I had a beer in the house, I would have a beer, go to bed. It just was, um, it wasn't like a bad day at work for me. It was just a day. If you're new to the podcast, uh, I, I always forgot to get to introduce myself. The, the freebie... The freebies, uh, I think get, I get maybe new listeners. Like, clearly at some point, I got to get a new listener to replace all of the listeners that I lost because they finally came to their senses and realized this was shit. <laughs> shit. Uh, I'm Stu McAllister. I was a comedian for a long time. I was a social worker for a long time. And now I'm back to doing social work. But uh, that might be short-lived. It might be short-lived, everybody. I, I think I'm coming to the realization that when I left social work like a decade or so ago, I, I guess I, maybe I didn't want to realize that I was burned out. I didn't want to acknowledge the fact that I was burned out. But I, I don't, maybe I was. Fuck, I don't know. I, but, but I'm at this the the new job now, and I'm still in training, and I'm just I'm amazed by a lot of stuff. None of it is uh, none of it's making me feel good. Like I I'm uh, my anxiety is through the roof. I keep waking up at three thirty in the morning. Who the fuck wakes up at three thirty in the morning? Even the early bird is like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I know. What the fuck am I doing? And then I have, 
I'm having like some that you know how anxiety can physically manifest itself in your body. Like I, I'm assuming at some point you have had anxiety, right? Whether you acknowledge it or not, you've had it, right? There can't be anyone in this world who's never experienced anxiety. And you don't, at least for me, it manifests itself in like my my chest and gut, and it's just like this ball of nerves. I know some people might describe it as butterflies. I, I wouldn't describe it that way, but it's just, it's not feeling so good. And I'm like, I can't, I can't continue to go to a job that's fucking me up in two ways. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I'm, I'm feeling anxious all the time. I'm, I'm depressed because I'm, I'm struggling with the fact that I, I'm not doing this job well and I don't see myself ever doing the job well. And there's just some other shit go happening at, at work or not happening at work that I'm not, I'm not going to get into. There's no point in getting into it. So we'll, we'll see what the fuck happens, everybody. We'll see. I mean, I just, I'm tired of feeling like, uh, like a loser. But, uh, you know, shit fucking happens. Shit fucking happens. Um, speaking of shit happening, I get like this weekly email from this thing called a Chartable Digest. Have you guys heard of it? Chartable Digest. When you're thinking about Chartable Digest, you're, I don't know, you're thinking food. Digest? Chartable? Is this a horrible form of Reader's Digest? Like, I don't know what the fuck it is. But it's some kind of company that apparently I signed up for at uh, some point. I think it was uh, my main man, Matt Harper, who was the... uh, host of another episode podcast and so i think he was knowledgeable of this shit and um so i signed up for it right and it's just it's tracking your whatever right it's tracking your your downloads your listens your audience whatever right and so i get it and i've told you guys numerous times that I don't really give a shit about the numbers because the numbers the numbers aren't affecting me one way or the other, right? Like, I'm not getting rich and famous from this fucking podcast, right? So I don't really, I don't necessarily care how good they are. Like, I'm not getting paid. I'm not like, oh my God, I, I got 5,000 subscribers on YouTube and now I can monetize. I can monetize my channel, right? It's always funny to me. Now, if you do this, God bless you. But it's always funny to me when people like beg for people to subscribe to their YouTube channel. If I get 5,000 subscribers on my YouTube channel, I can monetize this. Ah! And I'm like, I, I, I don't know, maybe you can. You probably can. But I think it ultimately, it, it should boil down not necessarily on like uh, how many subscribers you have, but how many people actually listen. 
you can have 5,000 subscribers, but if you only got like five people who actively watch your clips and who gives a fuck? Like I'm always amazed. I'll see, like I'm on Twitter probably more than the other social media sites and I'll see someone they'll have like 110,000 some followers. And then the amount of interaction they have on any of their posts is comparable to mine. And I've got like 6,000 followers. I'm like, oh, it's telling me that a good majority of your followers are probably fake. And they're pro and, and ones that aren't are, are just people who don't give a fuck about what you do and what you say and whatever. So I would, I'd rather have a smaller audience, but an active and engaging audience. But anyway, at the, at, at the end of the... The, this email, this chart, I can go to like my dashboard and it'll tell you like downloads and whatever this or that. Again, it's all information. Like, I, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, I can't figure it out. But at the very bottom of it, it tells you your rank of podcasts uh, global, globally speaking, of all the podcasts in the world. Sadie, just jump up there. Quit whining and just jump up there. Don't look at me. Don't whine. Just do it. All right, yeah, or go in the cage. Just lie down in the cage. We're all going to be better off if you just lie down and shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, Sadie! Ugh, <laughs> uh, that dog. She took a shit in my dining room this morning. Ugh, God. Uh... But they tell you, in my rank was uh, 9,158. <laughs> what a weird number. What an astronomically, say dog is back on the couch. Astronomically high number. Right? Like, that's such a weird number. But then I got to think, how many podcasts in the world are there? There's... There's got to be at least 9,159, <laughs> right? There has to be. So, you know, I feel okay about it, I guess. It'd be nice if I could get into the, leave the quadruple digits and get into the triple digits. But fuck, if that happened, then I probably could monetize shit. Like if I could have, a podcast that's under a thousand shit that means i'd probably have like at least seven listeners that's fucking a lot so but anyway thanks thank you to the listeners thank you for listening to this horse shit i don't know why you do i don't know why you give a fuck about me or anything i gotta fucking say because everything i say is pretty fucking stupid everything i say is fucking stupid Everything I say is fucking stupid, but I acknowledge that. Um, so today, today there was a, another school shooting, and I'm pretty sure that if you really wanted to look, you could probably find a school shooting every goddamn day. <laughs> Probably it's America. Would this be America if we didn't have a school shooting? No. That's what we're all about. America, right? It's baseball, mom's apple pie, and school shootings. That's how you know it's America, baby. <laughs>
but it happened down in Nashville, Tennessee. I know I got a couple listeners who are, who are down in that area. All very awful. Uh, it happened at an elementary school. I mean, that that always, like, the elementary school shit's just weird to me. Because when I assume a school shooting, I assume it's a student. All right? And, you know, I wouldn't think someone in an elementary school, you know, 12 years of age or younger, is going to do a school shooting. And there was uh, a, a lot of killing. I think there was at least five people were killed. And uh, I think the, the shooter themselves was killed by cops. Cops got there pretty quick, it seemed like. I think it was like a 14-minute response time between them getting the call and then showing up and dealing with the shooter. Now, the, the weird part... Another weird part. I mean, the weird part to me is the elementary school. But the other weird part was that it was a, a woman. It was a, a younger woman, a 28-year-old woman who the uh, the last report I read, and, you know, information's constantly coming. Like, the last thing I saw was they actually were now, like, naming the deceased. And I, I, I'm never necessarily interested in that. It's all depressing. But it was a 28-year-old woman who they said they believed she was a, uh, a former student of this school. It was a Christian school run by a, a church down there. So I don't necessarily believe that this was a religiously motivated shooting. I mean, fuck, I don't know. Anyone who's shooting anything, you always got to wonder, like, what the fuck, right? You always got to wonder what the fuck. So just awful. So uh, my belief, and I am 100% correct on this, is that there will just come in tons of uh, thoughts and prayer shit. The The usual lather, rinse, repeat horseshit that continues to exist. Why do we have these problems in our country as opposed to uh, Canada, England, France, Italy, whatever, Australia, Japan, name a country and let's, let's compare school shootings or mass shootings in general and let's, let's figure it out. Now, I know a lot of people are going to go, it's mental health. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with that. But it's not to say that other countries don't deal with mental health issues as well, too. So let's, uh, let's all rip our head out of the sand and acknowledge that there is an issue with guns in this country. There just is, everybody. If you're a responsible gun owner, God bless you. Thank you very much for being a responsible gun owner. But... There's a lot of people out there who clearly aren't. It's a sad thing. And then they uh, they murder people, and then they get murdered themselves, and then lather, rinse, repeat. We'll see you next week, everybody. See you next week. See you next week. Tie a ribbon around something. Lower the flags. See you next week. We'll have a rally. We'll have teenagers lead the rally. Ugh, that's gross. You know what else is gross? This weekend I had a post-up of some Detroit Lions cards. I had these old 
cards, promotional cards from Oscar Mayer Wiener. <laughs> Oscar Mayer Wiener. And they were these weird cards. They're a little bigger than a normal size car. And they're all Detroit Lions. I think it was like early 90s. You know, so they were older. They weren't necessarily in great shape. But I had the full set. 14 cards in the set. Had them all. And I threw it out there to a Lions fan. I was like, hey, Lions fan. If any of you guys are interested in this card, in these cards, make me an offer. And I will uh, I will mail them to you. You're right. Five bucks, ten bucks. I had a guy offer me ten. And I was like, dude, that's way too much. I said, make it five. <laughs> and then he's like, nope, ten. I'm like, all right, whatever, man. I mean, there you go, whatever. But I had a guy go, oh, man. If you had any uh, Bernie Blades cards, singular Bernie Blades cards, I'd buy those. And uh, long-time listeners know I got a shit ton, shit ton of cards. Way more cards than I want. And uh, I had separated the Lions cards. So I was like, all right, man, I'll go through my cards and I'll find them. And I, I probably found about 20 different Bernie Blades cards. Bernie Blades was a defensive back for the Lions. Uh, was he any good? I don't know. I don't remember. I think he was. If nothing else, he had a cool name, Bernie Blades. It's a fucking it's a goddamn superhero name, Bernie Blades. He's like hunting vampires, right? That's where the fucking uh, trilogy, the Blade trilogy came from. It came from Bernie Blades, not from Wesley Snipes and Marvel Comics. Bernie Blades, when he wasn't intercepting passes he was murdering Dracula <laughs> so I found all these cards and I took pictures of them and I sent them to the guy I was like hey man I found all these Bernie Blades uh because you said you'd be interested in them uh let me know if you're interested in any of these and that was Saturday Saturday and uh I didn't hear back from him so I shot him a message today, and I go, hey, man, uh, let me know if you're interested in any of these, okay? And he's like, yeah, no, I'm not interested. And I was like, what, in my brain, I was like, what the fuck? Come on, man. You said, if you got any Bernie Blades, I'd be interested in them. <clears throat> so then I took my time, <clears throat> excuse me, I took my time and my energy to go through these fucking Detroit Lions cards <laughs> and find you Bernie Blades. I've never had anyone go, hey man, do you got Bernie Blades cards? Um, to, to find them for you and then you're like, nah. I'm like, I wouldn't even have charged them a whole lot. Fuck. I had a guy, he another guy, I don't know if either of these guys listen to the podcast or not, maybe. But I had another guy who's like, because I was like, oh, yeah, I got all these lines. Let me know. And he's like, all right, I'm interested in Matthew Stafford, Barry Sanders, uh, Herman Moore, Billy Sims, and Calvin Johnson. All legends, Detroit Lions legends. Now, Billy Sims was a running back in the, the 80s and would have been probably the greatest running back of Detroit Lions history. 
until Barry Sanders showed up. But his career got cut short by injuries. Like, I remember Billy Sims. He was he was good, but then, I don't know, the knee blew out or something. But I'm like, okay, you got five guys who were all greats. And I go through all these cards, and I found a shit ton of them. Like, a hundred, hundred and, pro, well, I don't know, approximately a hundred, right? And they're all, I was selling them all cheap. A couple of the, the, the Barry Sanders were a little more expensive. One was like 10 bucks. And a couple of the other, like I, I'm understanding that I am, uh, my, the cards that I have aren't worth a ton. All right. They're just, you like this guy? Yeah. All right. Here you go. So I'm not trying to make money off these guys at all. And so I threw the price out at the guy. Because the guy originally was like, I'll take all the cards. I'm like, all? Because I had two, I showed two boxes. I was like, you want all these cards? Like, I mean, I will gladly sell you these cards, but it's going to take me a while to figure it out. And that's when he narrowed it down to the five. And I'm like, okay. So I threw a price at him because I was letting him know too as I'm doing it. I'm like, okay, this is how many Matthew Stafford cards, and this is what I'll sell them to you for. And then, you know, moved on, whatever. So he's like, all right. Let me ask a buddy and we'll go halvesies. Cause it, I mean, it was, I mean, not a ton, but it was, it was like 140 bucks. I think is what I was selling for. So I don't know. Fuck. I, I need, I need to try to sell more of this shit. So, but anyway, if any of you guys are Bernie Blades fans <laughs> and would like a Bernie Blades cards, <laughs> I got a bunch that I'm sure I will sell very cheap to you. Christ. Christ on a cracker. Fuck. I got asked to go see John Wick 4 tonight. And I said, fuck no. I have... Zero interest in seeing John Wick. Say dog came back on the couch. I know she's off the couch again, if you're keeping track. Uh, I said, fuck no. Be, and you would think that I would enjoy John Wick. Because, uh, you know, it's pretty violent. And I like Keanu Reeves. You know, it's dark, whatever. I enjoyed the first one. I enjoyed John Wick 2 enough. It wasn't as good as the first. Most sequels aren't. You'd be hard-pressed to find a sequel that was better than the original or the first. And then I absolutely loathe the third one. The problem that I have, if you guys aren't aware of the John Wick movies, John Wick is kind of like a hitman. He's an assassin. And in the original movie, uh, this gangster uh, killed his dog, <laughs> Kane. Uh, stole his car. He had a real say dog's back on the couch. He stole his supercar, killed his dog, beat the shit out of him, left him for dead. And then John Wick uh, plans his revenge. So all of these movies just revolve around the fact that this guy killed John Wick's dog. And John Wick just murders like a thousand people in every movie, right? And that's all it is. Pe people. He's, he's killing people as easily as you pull tissues out of a tissue box. That's what it is. And in the third one, it just got too fucking ridiculous. It was too much for me. I'm like, this isn't 
this isn't enjoyable anymore if the person I'm looking at is Superman and they haven't figured out that kryptonite can kill him, so they're just shooting bullets at him and it doesn't do a fucking thing. It's not interesting. All heroes need to have a weakness. They need to have flaws. And if they don't have those flaws, they're not interesting at all. And so I don't I don't find it interesting. Now I know it came out this weekend, and I'm sure it was the number one movie in the box office. Zero fucking interest. And my buddy's like, oh, you gotta finish out the series. And I'm like, the series finished me. The series finished me. No interest. So which is a bummer because I need to socialize more. I need to get out. I need to do face-to-face. I don't talk to enough people throughout the day. I, I talk for like 45 minutes to an hour on this dumb fucking thing. But I just don't. I When I get home from work, I talk to the dogs. <laughs> and, and thankfully, the dogs have not started talking back. It'll be a scary day for everybody when the dogs do start talking back. It'll be... Uh, who was who was the killer out there who said the the was it son of Sam who told him the dog said the dog told him to murder people was that all bullshit I cannot remember like not necessarily bullshit that that had happened but bullshit that he said that it happened like was he really crazy or was he just making shit up because I'm I'm under the belief that most people probably just make up shit. What, whatever. Whatever, what do I know? Um, someone's a pretty shitty babysitter. Did you guys ever babysit? That was, um, I don't want to say that I was a, I had a babysitting job, but definitely from like middle school through high school. Uh, I just watched like the neighbor kids. There was a, it was kind of funny. The, the family across the street, they had four kids, right? And three of the four were older than me, all right? The third youngest was like two years older than me. And then they had a whoopsie baby. <laughs> whoopsie! who was, uh, I don't know, 10 years younger than me or whatever. But they never had the three, the three older kids never watched the youngest kid. Like, so they would ask me to babysit the kid, watch the kid. And I didn't care. The kids across the street. And I was a fucking loser in high school. I didn't have anything going on. Sure, you're going to pay me money to, to, like, watch television with the kid and play hide and seek and whatever? Fuck, okay, whatever, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. All right, let's do it. Now, I don't remember ever getting in trouble with this kid. I don't remember ever doing anything bad with this kid. Like, I wasn't like, uh, we, we were looking at fucking porno mags or uh, anything like that. I think, like, the worst thing that we ever did, we were like, he liked professional wrestling. You know, this was back when Hulk Hogan was the man. And, uh, you know, so we would just sit around in, like, the living room area. And then he would, like, jump on top of me and stuff, you know, all that kind of whatever. And then I remember one time I had him on the ground and I went to, like, fake punch him in the face. 
<laughs> well, I didn't fake punch him. <laughs> I took my fist and I like hit his forehead. So not hard because I wasn't intentionally trying to hit him. But yeah, I think he had a little bit of a headache from that. But, but anyway, I didn't mind it. So did you guys ever babysit? I'm assuming you probably did. Whether it was like your own relatives, your own siblings, neighbors across the street. There you go, whatever. But uh, this was where? Uh, Florida? Of course. Down in Florida. Good old Pinellas County. Uh, babysitter down there. Uh, not, not really that smart. 17-year-old. Uh was watching her friend's one-year-old daughter, right? So you're thinking, oh my God, Stu, what happened? Did they like leave the baby? Did they just like leave and like hours later come back? No. Did they, uh, did the baby like uh, fall into a pool and drown? No. Nope, all that stuff is clearly negligent and stupid and whatever. Like, I, you know, I don't think there's necessarily like malice involved, like in the whole like baby drowning thing. Like you're not intentionally hoping the baby drowns. You're just a stupid fuck, right? This one, there was something intentional because the 17 year old babysitter recorded herself putting a marijuana cigarette in the one year old girl's mouth. <laughs> the child inhales when the lit marijuana cigarette is in her mouth and the embers begin to glow brighter. Jesus Christ. After the child inhales, the babysitter removes the joint from her mouth and then smokes it herself. Now, I don't know where the fuck she posted this. Is this a new TikTok trend? Is this a TikTok challenge? Let's get the baby high! What kind of fucking idiot is Say dog left the couch and now she's back already. This happened back on the 23rd, so just a couple days ago. On the 24th, she was questioned again about it and she admitted to giving the baby the cigarette. But I'm like, hey, you, if you videotaped it, well, there you go. The babysitter faces one count of felony child abuse and uh, should face several, several charges of stupidity. Christ. Marijuana smoke contains the same carcinogenic chemicals found in tobacco smoke and other dangerous chemicals such as cyanide and ammonia is significantly higher in marijuana smoke compared to cigarette smoke. Yikes. Now, let's say you're the mom of this baby. What do you do to your friend? Do you uh, say, hey, I don't want to press charges and then you handle it street justice style. Right? No, I don't I don't have any kids of my own. But I'm assuming that if some someone is giving my baby, my one-year-old, a puff of weed, I I'm gonna have to fucking kick somebody in the balls. Uh even if they're a woman, I'm gonna kick her in the balls. Shit's gotta happen. There needs to be payback. Street justice reigns supreme. What kind of idiot like shares their 
weed with a one-year-old. That one-year-old's never going to fucking give you any money for that. That one-year-old's just going to become a goddamn freeloader from moment one. Right? That one-year-old's just going to assume weed is free. Hey, man, when I was one, I just got shit for free. <laughs> you can't. You can't let a one-year-old get away with that shit. You get that one-year-old needs to fucking understand that uh, they gotta pay. They gotta fucking pay. Nothing in life is free, baby. You goddamn fucking freeloader. Get a goddamn job. So yeah, that seventeen-year-old is dumb as shit. Dumb as shit. But is that how it's working nowadays? Like, is everybody so lackadaisical about weed? Because weed is legal in so many places. I don't think it's legal in, in Florida, though. Florida just seems like it's full of all the boomers, and they got all these weird, back-ass ways of dealing with shit, right? I had that post up about, is it easier to get a gun or a divorce in Florida? And, uh... Everybody who responded back to me, they're like, oh, yeah, you can get a fucking gun like the same day. <laughs> it shouldn't be that way. I should be allowed to get a divorce. If I can get married in a day, I should be allowed to get divorced in a day. That's just how it works. Or it should work, at least, right? All right, let's do this, dear Abby. This one I just thought was so funny. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm doing, what I like to do is I like to look at all these uh, uh, fucking uh, advice columnists, people writing letters to them, asking for assistance and whatever. So I like to read the headline. The headline catches my attention. So then I don't read this, the letter until I actually read it to you. And then I give my response to it. And then I'll read the response of Abby, Amy, Annie, whoever the fuck it is. All right. So this time around, it is a Dear Abby. Let's go with the classics. Stick to the classics. Dear Abby, older woman, I'm already, I'm interested already, would like to hold on to boy toy. All right. Even though he's engaged to someone else. Oh, shit, Granny. What are you doing, Granny? This reeks of bad news, Granny. But let's get to the letter. Dear Abby, I lost my husband of 20 years a little over two years ago. Last year, I moved to another state to be close to family. I rented an apartment, and my best friend moved with me. Shortly after, I met a much younger man. He was immediately interested in me. He's sweet, kind, and very handsome. It took months to realize that I'm also interested in him. We began spending time together, including bedroom fun. All right, Granny, get some. Granny's getting the D. He's told me at least twice he loves me, and I told him the same. His demeanor expressions match his words, and we agreed for the time being to be friends with benefits. All right. Three months ago, he met someone much closer to his age. But even in front of her, he holds me close and tells me he loves me. She's now slapped the ring on his finger and is pushing him for marriage. He keeps saying he's not ready. 
We feel that until the, until the day he says, I do, it's okay for us to continue our bedroom fun. I'm new to the dating world and he's my first since my husband passed. Am I doing the right thing? Loving the fun in Washington. Well, uh, dear Washington, um, I'm assuming it's Washington, D.C. Maybe it's the state of Washington, but in uh, Washington, D.C., politicians uh, like fucking their constituents. So uh, continue to be like a politician. Keep plowing this dude. Right? <laughs> Keep plowing him. There's no, I don't see necessarily anything wrong with it. Because if uh, you were the one that he knew first, and you're the one that he keeps spending time with, if you don't really give a shit about the other stuff, if you don't care that he's seeing this other woman, and you just want the D, I don't know, keep at it, I guess, right? I guess I just find it weird that uh, he's with you, he, he's fucking taking you to pound town, and he says he loves you, and then three three months ago he finds another woman and he's he's in some sort of weird relationship with her. I mean that's gonna spell badness, right? It seems like this lady, if she's already put a ring on his finger and is asking for marriage, I mean that sounds like she's nuts. So I I would be careful about pissing off the lunatic. I would tell your boy toy to fucking get rid of her just because she's crazy, but. I mean, is he going to marry her? You almost made it sound like he's not interested. So is this guy just getting something from you as well? I don't know. As long as you're aware of it. As long as you're a consenting adult. Who cares? All right, let's see what Abby has to say. Dear Lovin, it is extremely difficult to hit a moving target. No one slaps a ring on another person's finger unless that person holds still for it. You are not doing the right thing by continuing to sleep with this man. In fact, you may be heading for a painful fall. When he marries his fiancée, you will be history once she realizes you are more than a good friend he loves, but also a former bed partner. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, she said that in the thing. We feel that until the day he says, I do, it's okay for us to continue our bedroom fun. So yeah, you you didn't really answer anything, Abby. Abby, you dropped the fucking ball. I think we're all aware. We're all aware of the consequence. So yeah, I'm I'm a, I feel a little weird too that this guy is like engaged, but he doesn't want to get married. Like that doesn't make any sense. Does this did this woman get pregnant by him or something? It all seems weird. But hey, if you're just it sounds like the lady's okay with just something casual. What do I know? Have at it, lady. Right? Would it be different if it was the other way around? If it was the, an old man and the young woman and the old man's plowing the young woman? Like, I know that seems to be, like, the more acceptable thing. But I, I don't give a shit. I think the lady should continue to keep getting plowed by the young D. <laughs> Equal rights. Am I right, sister? Goddamn right, I'm right. You're goddamn right, I'm right. All right, I'm going to end on this story. Story. Because I, I see this all the time, too. And I'm a little confused by it all. Right? In this, in this day and age, 
when we go out to eat, it's uh, in American culture and society. I don't know if I got any people listening from other countries. I'm assuming probably not. Uh, it's customary to you get a meal, you sit down, and then you tip the waiter, right? Here's 20% or whatever it is, right? But now you go into all these places, and every place is like, do you want to add? Here's a place for tipping because everything's like, uh, well, for, I mean, you'll see a lot of like tip jars at like coffee joints and whatever, too. I always found that weird. And now everybody's playing, paying through credit card. So you pay your credit card, and then before you sign your name or whatever, they're like, would you like to add a tip? And then, you know, it'll be like 25%, 20%, 10%, whatever. And then you're just like, fuck, you just feel so much goddamn pressure. And I'm all like, I'm also like, um, I'm at fucking Jimmy John's or whatever, right? Like, why am I giving you money? Like, you're back there. Like, this this is your fucking job. Like, you're, you're not even bringing the fucking meal to me. It's, you know, like Culver's. Culver's, a fast food joint. You go up to the counter. You make your order. They give you a number. You put it on your table. And then at least uh, someone walks to your table with the meal. Like, in... I mean, it's admittedly, it's like fucking uh, two minutes later, right? It's not like they're back there fucking preparing steak or some shit. But it's just weird how we're inundated with tipping everywhere. And it's like tipping culture shock or whatever. Like, fuck, I'm done. I'm done. I don't need to fucking keep doing this. I don't want to fucking pay you. It's the same thing, too. I've talked about this on the podcast about how like, I know it's Speedway Gas Station, and I think they do it at Big Lots, too. They'll be like, would you like to donate a dollar to childhood diabetes? Fuck those kids. <laughs> Let them die of the sugar. I don't give a fuck. Why am I, if I wanted to donate to a charity, I will donate to a charity. I'm not going to give the dollar to Big Lots or Speedway or anybody else. Like, I, we had to talk about that. Is, is it because they can get, like, a write-off? And I think legally they can't because it isn't, like, money that they gave. It was money donated to them to, and they donate to someone else. That's why I'm like, fuck that shit. If I, then I, I can at least get a tax deduction if I donate a dollar or something to whoever. But all this tipping shit, fuck me, right? They're saying around 48 percent of purchases at fast food restaurants as well as coffee shops include a tip during the final quarter of 2022 according to data released this month from toast a restaurant managed software company that was up 11 percent from pre-covid levels but here's the thing people might be uh tipping more like more often but they're tipping less the last quarter was 15.9%, which dropped from 164 the previous year. So it's not a whole lot, but it's dropping. And I know I'm, I'm fucking getting tired of it. Consumers are accustomed to tipping waiters, bartenders, and other service workers. Tipping a barista or cashier may be a new phenomenon for many shoppers, right? And, the, you know, that's the whole thing. The first time I think I saw, like, when I went into a coffee shop and there was a jar there, and they always do... Like they got, sometimes they have like two jars 
and they'll be like, what's the better movie? Star Wars or Star Trek? And then you put the dollar in whatever, and you're like, ah, you know, oh God, I'm uh, not only am I tipping you, I'm also voting for something stupid. It's just, it's weird. Customers are overwhelmed by the number of places where they now have the option to tip and feel pressure about whether to add a gratuity and for how much. Some people deliberately walk away from the screen without doing anything to avoid making a decision, say etiquette experts who study tipping culture and consumer behavior. I would rather have someone get paid a better wage. Like, let's just pay everybody a dollar more an hour or whatever. And then I don't have to fucking deal with all this dumb tipping, right? I don't want them to look at me like, oh, you fucking, you cheapskate. You just gave me the change instead of like a whole dollar. Like, oh, fucking Christ, man. I just want a black coffee. Give me a black coffee. Have you guys ever said enough is enough? Like, I don't know if I've ever seen like tipping at a fast food joint like Burger King or McDonald's or anything. Like, I know I said they, they do it like Jimmy John's and, uh, was it Jersey Mike's and whatever. Come on, say, get up there. Get up here. God damn, she's dumb as shit. Um, but I, I would just be like, no, I'm not, sorry, I'm not tipping you. I'm not. Go fuck yourself. So, uh, I can't wait till I leave my job and get a job that relies on tips. <laughs> fuck. All right, everybody, that's it. Let's end on that note. Uh, I appreciate you guys for making me in the top 10,000 listen podcast in the world. It's pretty awesome. I'm going to tell you there's a shit ton of podcasts where people just stop doing it because they don't make money and they realize that a lot of podcasts are time-consuming and then so they just stop. I bet, I bet you more podcasts stop in the first three months uh, than any other kind of podcast. That's just me. Everybody thinks they're going to be the next Joe Rogan or whatever, and I'm like, oh, man, no, you're not. You're not. You're going to be. You're going to be the next uh, Elemental podcast, and you're you you're fucking. You better consider yourself lucky if you are. <laughs> you're. You should consider yourself lucky to be an Elemental podcast. <laughs> ah, but anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, if you can do me a solid like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that would be swell. If you can consider subscribing to the Patreon, that's the paywall. That's where I do make a little bit of money from the podcast. Uh, what is it? It's the, You get the more. That's it. Is it different? No. Is it more? Absolutely. Freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. The Patreon is pretty much all the other days. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. I try to. Some days I just need a day off. Just how it works. Five bucks a month. That's it. So if you like this, you'll love that because it's the same shit, just more of the shit. Okay? Think about it. Thank you. Thank you. Your five dollars, it's you tipping me. You don't even need to listen. How about that, everybody? You don't even need to listen. You just pay five bucks and that's your tip. For listening to the two freebies. Uh, if you guys could rate, review, subscribe this shit, that'd be great too. Don't, don't fucking review it if you don't like it. Fuck, just go away. Okay, you don't need to be a fucking piece of shit. Just go away. And I'm alright with it. 
I'm all right with it. Uh, and then if you could do the five things, if you could like the uh, Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook or check out their website, extralevelsgaming.com. It is a retro video game store in Holt, Michigan, and none of you live near it. So that's why I told you to go check out their website because you can go check out their website and buy your old ColecoVision, Intellivision, Nintendo, whatever. So go check them out, Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook, extralevelsgaming.com. Check out Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. And then they got a Macari store. They got a link to their Macari on their Instagram. It's Mark. He makes a lot of things out of wood, keychains, cutting boards, knickknacks, whatever. He's always making cool shit. I got a lot of talented uh, buddies. And he's got a lot of talent. So go check him out on Instagram. Bear like a grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. Check him out. Go buy something for Mark. Uh, check out Magic JBM. That's my buddy John Midgley. He is a social worker. He's a good social worker. He's not burned out like I am, or at least I don't think he is. Uh, and he's also a magician, so he's got a page for his magic stuff. So go check it out on Facebook, Magic JBM. Tell him I sent ya. Tell him I sent ya, and you get a 0% discount, even though I don't think he sells anything. Ah, uh, check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Adam and Stephanie House. Adam is a uh, fan of the Detroit Lions. Maybe he wants the maybe he wants the Birdie Blades cards. <laughs> Fucking Birdie Blades. Ah, uh, check them out over there. They eat a lot of coleslaw. Adam and Stephanie. That's what they do. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They fart a whole lot in their car. It's gross. And they do they make Facebook live videos of themselves eating the coleslaw. So check them out. The Sunday slaw. And then last but not least, my main man, Matt Harper. He's got a TikTok and an Instagram, Matt Harper Art. And then he's got a little store on Etsy, Barefoot Gnome, where he sells his art stuff. He's majority of what he's been doing lately, he used to do a lot of paintings and drawings, but now it's a clay. He makes gnomes. And they're all really cool. I got a couple of them myself. I put my money where my mouth is and I bought shit. So go check him out. Uh, Matt Harper Art, TikTok, Instagram, Barefoot Gnome on Etsy. And that's uh, Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. It's not Matt with two titties. It's Matt with two T's. <laughs> so do all those things for me if you could. I appreciate it. Uh, I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon. Or I will see you on Thursday for the freebie. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good day. Okay, bye.